It's just a big empty bedroom. Oh my god. Just put as many soft things that, as you can. Just like I was gonna say, just stack all of your pillows against the walls. All of the pillows. <laughs> all the pillows, all the blankets, all your towels. Get everything. Like f- Fifteen long-haired cats. Very the dog soft. bed. Team long-haired. Yes, double stick tape some long-haired <laughs> cats to your wall. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> They'll absorb so Tales much. Tales from the table does not advocate cruelty against animals. table i am cloud the dungeon master and creator of this adventure and around our virtual table we have athanasius flower and caden all right you guys last time the party defeated the golems guarding the great silver gate and entered the chamber at the heart of the ruins there they saw the source of magical energy they had come for powering an immense arcane engine before they could take it however Captain Virtinia showed her true colors. She paralyzed Caden and Athanasius and ran to collect the stone herself. Flower, the last man standing, tried to stop her and unexpectedly glowed with a bright light that blinded everyone present. And then the struggle devolved into complete chaos. Uh, The group's previous antagonist, the dragonborn rogue, appeared and instructed Athanasius to help her attach some strange devices to the room's eight pedestals. Caden and Flower continued to struggle against Virtinia, and in the end, they did manage to overpower her. Now Virtinia's fate is in the party's hands, and we don't know what's going to happen next, so... She's going to die. Well, it's, uh, it's up to you guys, so just... A uh, quick note on where things stand. Virtinia's conscious and and tied up. I'm just going to say Athanasius and the Dragonborn managed... The, ugh, the other Dragonborn. God damn it, they're both Dragonborn. Um, we know her they, name by now, right? That was at the end, too. You know what? Fuck me. Cool. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Rhea? Cool. All right. Let's keep going. <clears throat> so, yeah... Uh, Ryan Athanasius, uh, I'm just gonna say, managed to finish putting, uh, their weird, uh, globe thingies, uh, in the eight pedestals, and now you guys have to decide what to do next. Um, I've ripped off an arm of one of my uniform sleeves, and I've got that ready to gag, um, Virginia if it looks like she's trying to do any, cast any magic. And I'm just chucking the rest of my Roscoe stuff, like, into the into the abyss. You're just throwing it into the pit? Yeah. Even the little kilt Jim gave you? Oh, no, I'm keeping the kilt. Oh, okay. I, I grab the kilt and I think better of it and put it back. I was so sad. I was like, oh. <laughs> just something to remember Jim by. <laughs> Flower, we might. That's all useful stuff. It's Roscoe stuff. Fuck it. I mean, yeah. I guess you're used to living off the land more than I am, too. We don't know if it was Roscoe who told her to do this or if she did it on her own behalf. Yeah, we should probably get some answers, shouldn't we, Virginia? Oh, sorry, were you you talking to her? I just imagined her sitting in her tent up. Oh, sorry, were you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, she doesn't. She doesn't actually <laughs> say that. Uh, she's not said anything actually uh, the whole time this is going on. She's just kind of watching you chuck your stuff into the pit, and yeah, okay. Raya is there also. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't think she's saying anything for now either. Okay, Virginia. What? What the fuck was that? Yeah, you should. You should probably start. Filling in holes here, Virginia. Oh yeah. Also, Caden, would you would you be able to clear up Raya's feet for her? Oh, what what? She's still clunking around. What well, what do you what do you mean clear up clear up my? Uh, do you have something that can help with this? I pull out myself. I assume this is like a this is like a sticky like. It's like ointment. Yeah, sticky like ointment, and I get like a bunch on my hand. I'm like, this will help. <laughs> She's she's a little bit uh like okay there's a strange person touching touching my feet giving me a foot massage that's weird but once it starts to work then she's like also he's wearing bracelets that look kind of familiar yeah uh she notices that um hey what the are those mu- oh yeah you know normally I would just you know stab you and take those back but uh, I I did leave those lying around. Also, you're outnumbered. We're not threatening her. Come on, Athens. I'm not. She threatened us first. <laughs> she she grins at you. Uh, she says, I've stabbed a lot more people than you three. Also, you guys don't look like you're in super good shape. And I'm really good at stabbing people. But I'm not gonna. Just take it easy there. Take a chill pill there, silver blood. Oh, I'm, and Caden's in fine shape. She's only missing one hip. I was gonna say I don't think Caden was necessarily, but um, Athen was not in bad shape either. <laughs> Flowers fucked <laughs> we're up. We're all fine. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine. And I sort of cough up another tooth that comes along <laughs> and spit it out. <laughs> spit it out for when the golem punched you. Um, I was think I was more referring to the fact that um, not that you guys were beat up, but that you were. Uh, kind of out of juice. I'm not sure that she can see that. You guys probably look kind of tired and dusty, though. I mean, you you have just gone through two fights, so. Anyway, not the point. Do you, you want these? Uh, you want these bracers back or not? Uh, yeah, I'd appreciate that. Um, you know, normally I'd say finders keepers. I mean, I am a thief, but uh, uh my friend made those specially for me. Uh, and I'm kind of fond of them. You know what, though? Um, why, uh, why don't we make a trade? Um, that's a pretty cool dagger you've got there, and, Here uh, you go, I've got a bunch out, of... and... <laughs> <laughs> she goes, uh, no, no, man, that's, that's not how a tr- trade works. You don't give me two things. Uh, here. And she unstraps, uh, one of the sheaths. Uh, she's got, like, a bunch of... Look, she's covered in knives, Okay. Uh, but she's lost a few of them, so she's got an extra sheath. This one looks pretty nice. Um, it's got like some, uh, like it's made of black leather, and it's got some cool like uh, designs, sort of like etched into it. <laughs> it was going around like her leg, so she kind of like <laughs> reaches out and is like, I-, "I think this one might fit around your waist." Yeah, there, that uh, that fits that fits pretty well. Uh, that'll be. Uh, be good for your your cool knife there. Deal? Wait, so what am I giving her? My bracelets, dude. Oh. She holds out a hand. <laughs> All right. Here you go. Thanks, man. And uh she she snaps them back into place and does a little doo 
with her fingers and uh, seems pretty happy. Um, I think Athens sees Flower coughing up blood and he kind of looks at his hands and looks at his bracelet and notices that it's glowing a little bit even though it had been previously depleted. And I think he turns to Flower and he's like, I, I think I just got some of my juice back? Give me a sec. And I will cast Cure Wounds at second level on Flower. Because I just got second level spells, bitches. It's 12 HP. Ooh, all right. Yes, I look significantly better after that. Cool. Um, I think the sort of warmth from Athens spell hangs on. And I start to feel something glowing in my eye. And I guess I haven't described this since episode zero, but Flower has a really nasty scar over his um, left eye where it's like there's, oh. it's all angry and red and there aren't any scales growing there. Oh, no. And as it starts glowing, I'm like, oh no, guys, it's coming back. Don't look, don't look. But I don't think it's not the blast of wild magic this time. Um it's sort of the scar starts growing a little bit and like curling at both ends as if like, you know, a vine. Um, and then it sort of fades away and Flower officially has his, his uh, holy symbol. <gasps> How wonderful. Oh, I love it. Excellent. I'm a pally now. Yeah, this is this is wonderful. So just to our just to our listeners. Yes. In, in case you hadn't uh, noticed already. I think I forgot to actually officially say this at the start of the episode, but um, everyone hit level three after that last uh, struggle that they went through. So um, we will we'll we'll discuss a little bit more about what everybody's new abilities were in a little bonus pod. But um, yeah, everybody's at level three now, which is kind of your your first um, like big milestone you reach in Dungeons and Dragons. So, all right. Uh, Raya is working this, uh, salve into her feet, um, very happy to have her, her, her brass cuffs, her bracelets, whatever the fuck we're gonna call them, back. Um, Virtinia, stony silence. Uh, she's, she's not really looking at you guys, but she's not saying anything either. Alright, guys, what are we supposed to do with Virginia? Well, Kim looks down the pit. No! Caden shrugs. <laughs> so at that point, you hear a voice behind you say, I mean, <laughs> what were you thinking you were going to do with her? Keep her as a pet? Slit her throat. If you guys aren't, you know, comfortable with that, I will I can take care of it. And uh, Raya pulls out a knife. Hold on, hold on. Don't we want to, don't we want to figure out why, why she did this stuff? We're not killing anyone. We would love some answers, though, if you have any, Raya, like what those weird brass balls are, or why you're going after this thing. We'd love to know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Athen pulls out his notebook and gets ready to take notes. (laughs) You got a notebook there? Man, you must be a real nerd. Yep. I'm a linguist. Wow. Wow. Just my luck. Well, okay. Sure thing. Uh, the globes, I don't know. They're, uh, God, what did he call them? Uh, an- an- anti- anti- grr- align- something about alignment. I-, I don't know, man. Something about gravity. Look, I'm a thief. Anti-gravity I'm not spheres. a nerd. Uh. Can I, like, roll- 
Well, I want to see if my character with his academic background would know what she's talking about better than she does. Uh, you might. You might be able to take a stab at it, sure. Uh, go... You can do knowledge arcana or knowledge history, whichever you'd like. Thirteen. Um, I'll say, th- I'll say this. Okay. You, I mean, you handled them fairly extensively. You know by looking at them that they, again, you got the same impression from them that you got from the bracelets that Raya was wearing. Uh, they are constructed of intricate uh, brass and crystal clockwork. Uh, they definitely remind you of the type of, uh, you know, arcane objects that were manufactured in Almeria. These looked new. Uh, again, also like the bracers. So like they're probably constructed after the calamity, which is kind of a big deal. You also know that, so you were putting them in these, uh, the depressions in these pedestals where you know by now you would normally put an energy core like the ones you got from the golems. Uh, so eh, from her fragmented speech, uh, you maybe get the idea she was trying to say something along the lines of an anti-gravitational device uh, or uh, some sort of uh, arcane alignment device. Uh, you've really never heard of anything like that before. But you can, you know, uh, it's not too hard to put the pieces together. And I, like, I can understand the concept looking around being like, oh, yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. They're trying to probably reduce the gravity of certain platforms and get them to align into a bridge or something so we can get to the stone. Oh, uh, no, man. Uh, there, I mean, there's, so, uh, <clears throat> out of character, there's already bridges uh, to get closer to the stone. Uh, Vertinia was trying to run along one of them at the end and grab it. No, uh, no, no, man, it's it's not for the pedestals. Uh, this this whole thing, you do realize it's in the sky because of that thing, right? That thing right there, the big glowing thing. It's making everything float. the The whole ruins, all the islands, uh, this this whole shebang, as it were. What did you think was gonna happen to all these floating islands when you just took that thing? Well, I wasn't planning on just taking it. What were you planning on doing? I don't fucking know. I yeah, hadn't that exactly. Far ahead. You you didn't have a plan going into this, did you? Uh, the plan was we just got hired and to, like, do our job. And what was the job? They were a little scant on the details. Yeah, I bet they were too. Yeah, well, she definitely had a plan. She points at Virginia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't see she had anything to uh, keep these rocks falling out of the sky once she took that thing, which she definitely was going to. Uh, she, uh, I think, by this point has picked up the gloves that you guys threw aside. Um, and uh, at that point, Raya pulls a pretty similar pair out of out of her own equipment. Uh, lead-lined gloves, see? Uh, insulates you from magic. Grab the stone, stone. Dash it in a oh yep, and she pulls out a like uh, uh like a bag, uh, lead lined bag right here. Stash it in there, and uh, I don't know. Uh, she's probably got some sort of escape plan. I don't know if she could cast teleport or whatever. Probably not. Her magic is honestly a little bit weak. Well, I don't know how she was gonna do it, but whatever she was gonna do, uh, she was just gonna let it all fall out of the sky. 
Is that true, Virginia? I glare pointedly at Virginia. Yeah, she uh she she doesn't give any sign of assent, but she doesn't say no either. I want to cast uh detect thoughts subtly. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh on Virginia, I'm suspecting subtly on Virginia. Okay. So she doesn't know how to cast it. Right. Yeah, subtle spell means you don't have to like move or speak or anything, right? Exactly. Okay. Not that it would matter much at this point if you did, but cool. That's a neat uh, neat new thing you can do. It is. So yeah, as you cast Detect Thoughts, you sort of feel the surface of Virtinia's mind. Um, you're initially a little bit shocked. Um, it's almost like you stepped on a... Uh, uh, have, you, have you ever had, like, for a pet, one of those, like, electric pads you put on the ground to try to keep them from going somewhere, and then you step on it by accident and you get a shock? No. Okay. Uh, that <laughs> what? That's never happened <laughs> to me either. <laughs> I've totally never done that. I've totally <laughs> never stepped on one whose shocks were calculated to deter two giant schnauzers. Um, uh, yeah, it hurt. Um, yeah, uh, you get. You're, it's almost like you're you're touching like something that like electrified. I've also never touched an electric fence, by the way, either on a farm with cows. So yeah, initially you feel almost this kind of painful stinging, um, almost as if, you don't know how this would be possible, but almost as if there's some sort of, like, you know, uh, electric, tingly, uh, like, outer protective layer over Virtinia's thoughts. Um, but underneath, sure enough, um, you can definitely see images in her mind of the islands falling out of the sky and crushing not only so this is a long time ago but if you remember there were like there was a bunch of buildings and stuff underneath that the company had been building Mm -hmm. there were a lot of people uh working on them uh there were like uh some other like archaeologists and stuff who were in the ruins and also i'm suspecting uh you know um uh age of ultron style that uh, a bunch of really large rocks falling out of, uh, you know, up in the sky uh, probably would have caused some damage to Oscillion as well, um, even though it was a bit far off. Uh, so, yes, um, you see sort of hazy images of, of those things happening uh, in her mind. And you feel uh, also with that just uh, a small twinge of guilt and remorse um as some images of people you you don't know who they are um but they're all wearing rascal and associates uniforms um sort of flash through her mind very rapidly so i think i already know the answer to this and uh i say um did the company know you were going to leave us for dead she shakes her head no all right um i guess uh it's just time to probe deeper. Yeah, I mean, she's at your mercy, so... Does she get any sort of saving throw? Yeah, she gets... Let's see. Must make a wisdom saving throw. She will try to do that. She does not want you in there. If she fails, she you gain insight into its reasoning, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. If, it's, if she succeeds, the spell ends. Either way, she will know I was probing. Okay. Uh, she failed. The information you gain uh, is thus. 
I think I'm going to cover her emotional state first because emotions color all our thoughts. Uh, Virginia right now feels a great fear, um, but also she is trying, she is bending every ounce of her will to suppress that fear and to uh, remain calm, uh, which has always uh, been her guiding motivation uh, in life uh, to remain calm and ordered and under control, uh, which she is trying to do in this moment. If you want to tell me, is that fear of us or of something else? It is not of you. Okay. If she was afraid of you, I think uh, her mind would be focused on you. Her mind is not focused on you. Um, Behind everything Virginia is seeing and thinking, you sense something large and uh rather shadowy looming and it is that uh which she fears um you don't necessarily get the sense that it's like a big shadow monster that's not what i'm trying to convey just that she's not right. thinking about it clearly but it there's is some the big bad guy anxiety. in the background that she's afraid of yeah there's something else in the background that she uh is afraid of um her reasoning comes through uh, sort of in parallel with, with her emotional state. She wants to, as strange as this sounds, preserve order and prevent chaos. All right. Is that that all? I think so. She, and, and here's, here's what I'm going to say. So Captain Virginia, her particular magical powers uh, all relate to psychic and uh mind abilities uh, which is why you felt sort of that stinging shocking feeling as you tried to uh delve into her mind it is partially shielded i think um because uh, if you remember there she had that uh like aura ability that flower had to keep saving against uh that caused mm -hmm. psychic damage to anyone who who went near her um once she uh turned it on uh she's not that way all the time she can suppress it um and she has resistance to psychic damage as well so i think her mind is fairly resilient to being probed um and i think that's because she is adept at mm, partitioning and concealing some of her thoughts um if you want to keep probing you can probably get more uh, she's definitely aware that you are there uh, and uh, glares at you. I kind of I, I have my fingers on my temple. I'm imagining <laughs> like like in a like a, <laughs> like a cheesy. Okay, awesome. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. Like okay, a cheesy. fantastic. You subtle spell, but then just make it really. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, once once right once I probe deeper, then she's gonna know either way. Oh yeah, so she knows. Yeah. She knows. It was she knows it was the you. it was the surface. Anyway, I say she's afraid of something. But not uh, something something bigger. Um, she wasn't working on the company's behalf. If there's anything else you want to know, I suggest you ask it quickly. Do you know where she was going after this? Uh, we're just gonna do this uh, legilimency style. Uh, I'm just gonna say it's sort of uh, like fucking Snape. It just sort of like floats to the top of her mind, uh, and um, uh, you see. Mm, the inside of a building 
uh, you're not quite sure where it is, uh, someone else there, get the feeling she was probably um, going to go somewhere, maybe make a handoff. What kind of building does it feel like? Does it feel like a tavern, a house? Uh... Something much more private than a tavern. So like a, like a private house, maybe? Private estate of some sort? Yeah, it's a little bit hard to say. Um, I will say um, the person she's imagining meeting there is not wearing a Roscal and Associates uniform. All right. And in her imagination, neither is she. Okay. Anything else? Is to, I say that to the group. You say she was going to meet someone else. What do they look like? What are they wearing? Uh, if you want, you can try to focus in on that. Uh, Virginia's fighting you as hard as she can. Her teeth are bared, and she she's definitely um, you know got her eyes closed. She's fighting you as hard as she can. Um, she can she can. So I think this is the spell is supposed to be done in combat or something. Um, no, it does not say well. It does say the creature can use an action on its turn to make an intelligence check contested by your intelligence check. Oh, oh, she can fight you? Okay, she'll try to do that. Sure. Her intelligence isn't great, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I rolled a um a three. <laughs> okay, she got a 13. Okay. Um, he rolled you... a one and then added no. a spellcasting mod. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, no. fantastic. No, it's an intelligence check. Yeah, it's an intelligence check. You just uh, add so your I, intelligence mod. I add my intelligence mod, so I rolled a two. Are you using your storm dice? Oh, no, I didn't. That's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason. Okay, use those next time. All right, you feel uh, as if uh, someone has just kicked you hard in the chest, um, and all of a sudden your mind is wrenched free uh, from Virginia's thoughts. I kind of like relax. I'm like, I, I didn't. I don't know what they looked like, but you got. I'll say you got a hazy look at them. Um, they definitely uh, looked like they were uh, a human male. Uh, with uh, maybe like, you know, olive skin, dark hair. They were wearing pretty normal clothes. Um, it, They didn't look so fancy that you would think they were like a lord or something, and they weren't like a ragged hobo. They were just looked fairly like a normal person. So, I say, think of the average human male. That's what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, the everyman. Um, neither of them were wearing... Clothes or okay, so we can rule out Neither that she was them. gonna hand it to somebody at an orgy. Neither of them were wearing company clothes, so I don't think she intended to stay with the company. And I think that was obvious by the fact that she was going to rip out the core and leave everybody behind, including the company, and murder a bunch of people. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> guys, I don't I don't know much about your company thing, I guess. Is that why you're all dressed the same? It's weird and kind of lame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got hired by a company called Rascal and Associates. What do you want the orb for, Raya? Well, uh, you know, mostly to stop her from getting it guys she was never really well i mean she probably was working for i don't know whatever this is ross roskill and that's a lame name uh uh but no it should have been spelled differently you know yeah i mean look i didn't come up with it so (laughs) yeah yeah you guys are the ones who decided to work for them you know 
But, uh, yeah, no, she was never working for them, you know, really. Uh, definitely, she was going to get this for somebody else. How do you know that? Well, I don't know a whole lot about it. Uh, Antonia knows more about it. Look, guys, I'm bad at explaining stuff. I, like I said, I'm I'm a thief. Uh, there was something we had to steal. So uh, Antonia and the others, they said I was the best one to do it. Uh, so they sent me here to get it before her so that she couldn't take it to do, I don't know, whatever they were going to do with it. Uh, in meetings, sometimes they talk really fast and I don't really understand what they say. Anyway. I think she was acting out of fear, not self-interest. So I'm not sure executing her is the right course of action. Of course it's not. <laughs> well, if you guys leave her here... I don't think anyone's suggesting we should leave her here. Well, that's good, because one of two things would happen. One, she dies. Well, fine. Or two, she lives. That's bad. She'll go right back to uh, back to her other uh, culty cultists and uh, tell them everything she's seen here. She definitely knows you guys, knows a lot about you, probably more than you realize. She'll tell them that. Uh, she's Excuse seen me. me, cultists? Yeah, cultists. Why weren't they no, mentioned yeah, before? No, she's a cultist, definitely. How do you know this? We're standing here trying to figure out information and you leave out that bit. That was probably my bad. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying <laughs> that this isn't just a couple of people like we were just talking about. It's an entire fucking cult. I mean, I don't know how many people they have, but yeah, man, it's a cult. Mm. I was going to say, and you what? Like, you from a cult too? God, no. <laughs> no. I'm not from a cult. Uh, cult cults worship people. Uh, I don't, cult, I don't cult worship Cult wars? Anybody. Is this no, West this Side Story except for cults? No. I don't know what that is. Is that a... Is that a book you read somewhere, nerd? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I, I used to do curls with it all the time. Oh. Oh, God. It was heavy enough to curl with? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was I don't a know really whether to be disgusted play. or impressed. Probably both. A little bit of both. <laughs> yep, like, I'm feeling good. It would have been useful to know she was in a cult before I started probing her mind. Uh, look, I'm no good at explaining this stuff. You gotta ask Antonia. She knows about the cult. She she knows all the magic stuff. Uh, you want to know about the 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 weird globe things? You can ask Artie. He made them. He knows all about them. Uh, Gabber knows that stuff too. You can ask them. You can ask them all these questions. I'm gonna get in big trouble for bringing you there. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that you guys aren't gonna let me take that stone back with me unless I let you come too. Hella fucking no. That's what I thought. And we're also taking Virginia. Yeah, I second God, that. no, you are not. We, no way. You know how much trouble I would be in if I brought one of the fucking cultists back to the safe house? God, no. You mean no. for you guys to interrogate and get information out of? Seems like I... something you would want. No, man. They The way they work, they, I bet you could spend an hour probing her mind, you wouldn't find much more than you did. What, uh, a, a single contact she was going to hand this off to? They, they don't... <laughs> they're not stupid. They don't put all their eggs in one basket. They didn't tell her any more than she needed to know to get this one job done for them. 
Virginia, Raya wants to kill you. What do you have to say? Crickets. <laughs> she just looks at the ground. She was awfully fearful. I wonder if maybe they, like, have a family member hostage of hers or something. I mean, it is possible. They probably do stuff like that. But what do you think they're going to do to her when they find out? I mean, if we don't kill her, what do you think they're going to do to her when they find out that we got the stone and put it somewhere safe and she doesn't have it? Exactly. Right, that's why, why she's coming with, with us. <laughs> Raya is looking at you guys like you are on drugs. Okay, listen, Raya, you have very few options here. One, we take the stone and Virtinia, and we go back to your place, your not cult. It's not a cult. Or you try to take the stone and we kill you, and then we go home. Look, man, first of all, you can try. You're not going to kill me. I'm, I'm way cooler than that. Uh, but I think as she says that, she kind of looks at you and she's like, mm, not my best option. What are we going to do with her? He addresses that to Athens and Flower, not the <laughs> other person in the room. Look, if you guys don't like it, just go in that room over there. I'll take care of it. And then we can leave. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Why? Why are you trying to defend this person? You're starting to upset me with your murderous words. <laughs> is it really is it murder man she was gonna kill you and a whole bunch of other people and now too. she's tied up and no longer a threat yes that would be murder murder it would have been murder anyways but yeah it's not happening we're not gonna kill you either but no no one has to die i don't know if she fucking tries to take the stone and like leave i'm gonna fucking kill her no, don't don't do that <laughs> i like i like kind of say that under my breath the flower <laughs> Oh my god, alright, someone go retrieve the stone, I've got Virginia, uh, let's go. Okay, first off, I turn to Raya. Raya. Is there a way to safely get the stone without us all dying? Yes, of course. That's why we did that whole rigmarole with the, okay. the spheres. It's fine now, We the, the spheres, I, look, like I said, I don't really listen to the nerd speak. But the whole point, it's going to make it so it doesn't need the stone to stay afloat anymore. So as long as we got all eight, it's it's good. Really? Because you said they were anti-gravitational alignment stones. Yeah, my dude. Makes anti-grav, you know, keeps the stones in the air. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. I mean, she's kind of looking at you like, even I understand this, and this guy looks like a big nerd, so I thought he would understand it more. No, sorry, I was I was getting confused between uh, whatever. We've had a long day. It's only <laughs> it's still morning. Like, We've oh still no! Had a long day. I put the I put the double gravity aligners in there instead. <laughs> the islands are gonna fall twice Wait, as fast. Is it anti gravity or artificial gravity? <laughs> anti gravity. So you're telling me that not only will this, like, big island not fall, but none of the other islands will fall either? No. The, this this place right here, this this is, uh, uh, God, what did he say with his stupid face and the glasses? I can just hear it. Uh, it's an arcane engine, uh, central 
control chamber. I don't know, man. It's something like that. It all comes from here. All the magic power comes from here. It goes out into the rest, the rest of the city. I guess it used to be. And uh, these these things. I mean, we have to have eight of them rather than just one. But uh, all together in harmony, they can do the same thing. So it'll be fine. All right, okay. cool. Yeah, I start putting on the gloves. And I turn to Flower, I'm like, you grab Virtinia. I will look to Virtinia and say, look, we're going to try to help you whether you want us to or not. Please don't. For now, I'm sorry. And I clock her on the side of the head with the butt of my machete and knock her out. And I uh, start walking towards the Anima Stone. Caden is really annoyed at Raya. That's she fine. back the cult information. She She's an annoying to person. people. Yeah. I just want to say, I want to just keep an eye on, even though Flowers got Virginia, I want to just make sure Caden keeps an eye. We should probably gag her in case she wakes up and tries to cast a spell. <sighs> yeah, okay, but she's going to have, like, such, like, stuffy mouth, and it's going to be, like, so uncomfortable when she wakes up. She tried murdering us. <sighs> Murder! Murder! <laughs> <laughs> In this world, that's the only way you're allowed to say it. <laughs> I'm gonna murder you, <laughs> Jesus! I now I now I wish that I'd said that in Virginia's voice. <laughs> like, well, I really don't see any way out of this situation except to murder you. <laughs> All right, does oh, Athens get the stone? Yeah, Athanasius. Um, as you walk and you get closer and closer to the Anima Stone, you can just feel the magical energy it's throwing off. It's like standing next to something very hot and bright, and you know that in this moment, this is the most dangerous situation you've ever been in in your entire life. Um, but uh, you, with all your scholarly knowledge, you know that lead is some good, good shit for insulating against magic. Um, so you can reach out and grab the stone. I, I, if I know you well, I think maybe you hold your breath just a little bit as you grab it and reach it down out of its place. But sure enough, so the way this sort of arcane engine worked was there were all these sort of smaller stone blocks with runes sort of circling around it in like a many sh or many layered sort of sphere um i did a bad job describing it i feel like i feel like i need to draw it uh because it's cool in my brain but uh and for a second all these rotating pieces shudder as you uh grab the stone out from their midst uh but uh they do not fall and uh after a moment uh you sort of see uh uh magical energy uh coming from the pedestals inward now uh, as well as outward, and uh, they begin uh, glowing and uh, resume their circling pattern. Da, 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 da. Yep, looks like it worked. Or maybe um, more apt in this case would be the da 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 da. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's what we just sang first was the, like, uh, you get a heart piece music, and this would be more like, do 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 like, you've solved the puzzle. <laughs> you solved my Anima Stone puzzle. So we need to get down from the ruins 
As always, without Roscoe people seeing us. Oh, uh, Raya smacks her head against her forehead. Oh, you forgot something else. Let me else. guess. You, oh, you beat me to it. Sorry. Are Go they ahead. in the cult too? <laughs> what? No, no, flight? I don't. Well, I, I don't know for sure if the, your company was in the cult. I doubt it, though. Uh, they seem like a bunch of bunglers to me. Uh, nah, hey, there's I think a very they nice were... bugbear who works there, and he is great. Yeah, they were probably just patsies like you guys. Uh, no, uh, we don't have to go down. Let's see, where did I put it? Uh, did you just call us patsies? <laughs> she's rummaging through like a billion pockets that she has, uh, and they're in all sorts of unlikely places. Uh, and finally, uh, she reaches into one, uh, and she pulls out a key. Looks really ordinary, just like a normal like iron skeleton key. And she says. Uh, you guys didn't notice, oh, man, this place, fuck this place, am I right? Do any of these doors have, like, normal locks on them, or just those weird depressions for the energy cores? No, we didn't. Yeah, fuck. All right, fine. Uh, and I think she, uh, she walks, uh, out of the, uh, the chamber that you guys are in that has the anima stone, and back towards where you guys, uh, came from. If you remember, there was like an antechamber. It had like a really cool, like, um, uh, like carving in the floor. And you guys came in through, uh, like a big, uh, silver door at the front. Okay. Yeah. We go after her. All right. Uh, she's walking like she's going to walk out the front door. Um, there's a whole bunch of like fallen rubble and conspicuously a closed bear trap. I'll pick that back up. <laughs> Uh, she shoots a look back at you. Uh, was that you, huh? Yeah, real nice. You're re- real great uh, on my uh, my stone clompers over here. Felt nice. To be fair, you tried to murder me with fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did do that. And then you fucking tried to murder me with a flash grenade. <laughs> ah, I watched you pick it up. Dude, you picked it up. Why would you do that? I could get us all down. Without having to climb, if you guys want. Oh, no, no. Uh, Boy, I'm doing a bad job of explaining this. Hey, if you guys are coming with me, then you're coming with me. I'm not going back down on the ground or whatever. Uh, No, uh, I'm I'm going back. I'm taking the stone back to the safe house where it belongs. Uh, And you guys can come if you want. And God help me. I guess you're bringing her too. I'm going to be in so much fucking trouble. Is, is the safe house not at ground level? I imagine it's somewhere far away. Yeah, you you could say that. Again, look, you're just going to have to ask. Do you have a flying safe house? Uh, kind of. She Do you says, not know she... where your safe house is? Caden's really annoyed at this point. And as she ushers you all uh, quickly outside, out of the, f- the front silver door, uh, and c- closes it behind you, and once it closes, uh, she uh, takes the energy core out of the depression and she kind of, she holds up the skeleton key and goes, oh, heavenly light, I hope this works. And uh, she uh, reaches out with the skeleton key and sort of awkwardly jabs it at the center depression in the door. And to all of your shock, including hers, uh, it suddenly uh, morphs in her hand. It kind of goes, 
And you see it sort of cycling through several different kinds of keys, big ones, small ones, uh, weirdly shaped ones. Yeah, some as big as your head. (laughs) And then uh, it whomps out and it is uh, one of those big uh, glowing energy cores, except it is still made of brass. And she fits it into the depression in the center of the door and the door opens, and beyond it is not the antechamber you were just standing in. Well, this is fun. Well, I ain't walking through that. I am. I walk through it. I I slither through it. Yeah, nerd boy, that's the safe house right there. What do you mean you're not walking through it? <sighs> it's real. I guess I can't really hop, but I slap my tail down. Thump, thump. Travel magic like this is generally so volatile. Okay, she's like, look, uh, okay, I know you're definitely not going to give it to me because you're going to think I'm going to double cross you, but- Listen, the second I step across that threshold, I have no idea where I'm going to end up. I studied this shit. Well, you mean like a teleportation? No, 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 no. This, This is a portal. It's a portal, man. It's fixed. It's fine. Look, she sticks one foot across and, like, taps the ground on the other side, which is this very fine, like, uh, oak-paneled floor uh, in, like, a nice, uh, what looks (laughs) like uh, a very fine manor house. Uh, And she thumps on it with her hand, and it sounds like wood, and it feels nice and solid. I'm, like, already in the room. I'm, like, if there's a door, I'm opening it up and peeking out into the hallway. Ooh, yes. It's all very fancy. Uh, There's, uh, like, beautiful, like, uh, lamps on the walls. Everything is sort of uh, gilt and ornate. Looks a little old-fashioned, almost like like a stuffy old guy's, uh, like, rich uh, mansion. Yeah, Ethan really doesn't like teleportation magic. It makes him very uncomfortable. Is there, I'm curious, is there a reason why? Is there a story from your past? Yeah, there was an incident at school where he ended up teleporting someplace he didn't mean to teleport to. But after seeing Flower and Raya go through, he's confident enough that he he takes a step over the threshold. I think he kind of like holds the stone in the bag like behind him. Like, I don't know how this crossing through this portal is gonna go. So I'm gonna get all of me through first. It's it's gonna be fine, man. It's in a lead-lined bag, remember? Mm. Gotta stop those gamma rays. Look, Ar- if you don't trust me, Artie made the aligners or whatever they were called. He-, he made this key that opened the portal. You don't have to trust me. Trust him. If he says it'll work, it'll work. Let me tell you, it's a good thing I don't have to trust you because I don't. Right back at you, Silverblood. Well said, Athens. Well said. Uh, okay. I pull the stone through the portal. Kin's walking through too. Okay, it's fine. You're you're standing in what looks like a, um, dimly but warmly, uh, lit, uh, fancy room. Ooh, can I have one of those cookies? Are those cookies for us? I see tray cookies. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh... Awesome. <laughs> I've been uh, eating like centipede meat and rations for a couple days. Maybe yeah, tastes good. in fact, I think as you eat the cookies, all of a sudden, uh, like a pitcher of lemonade appears next to them, just out of nowhere. Ah! 
yeah, uh, don't freak out. Stuff like that happens sometimes. Actually, it's a pretty good thing because none of us can cook very well, except Dunmora. But I haven't seen her in a couple months. I imagine it's kind of like a like the entrance room for like a mansion where there's like a staircase and it's like a big open area. Uh, actually, no, it's definitely not like the entrance to a mansion. Um, it's just a room. Uh, maybe like a sitting room. The cigar room. Sure, something like that. You've stepped into. <laughs> you've definitely stepped into the like an inner room in a mansion. Right. You haven't come in through the front door. And sure enough, over on a table, there's a plate of delicious cookies. As you look, um, Caden, what kind of cookies are your favorite kind? Mm, we're going to have to go with um, them uh, oatmeal. Okay. Uh, some oatmeal cookies pop up on there, but they, uh, some of them look a little bit burned, and some of them are kind of funny shapes, and one of them looks like it has some weird bits of something else in it. Ken goes up to it and he, and he leans in and gets his eyes real close. Like, something's wrong with these. Yeah, well, that happens sometimes, unfortunately. Uh, you don't want to trust everything you see around here, especially the food. Like I said, none of us can cook, and apparently the house doesn't really always understand food very well, so sometimes it messes up a little bit. Uh, you can probably pick those out, whatever they are. What What is this place? And with that, I think uh, through a door at the other end of the room, uh, it opens and uh, in tumble two people. Uh, one of them is a uh, youngish looking uh, human man. He has pale skin, freckles, uh, and sort of curly red hair. He's the one from the cult. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if he's a cultist, he's definitely uh, the nerdiest and friendliest looking cultist you've ever seen. And uh, right behind him is an elderly goblin man, uh, quite short, uh, with uh, long uh, white hair pulled back uh, and very large hairy ears. Uh, he's wearing spectacles too, uh, and his clothes uh, looks like very fine and, and well-kept. And uh, the young man uh, looks at Raya and says, Oh my god, you're back! You're back! Uh, did, did you get it? Did you make it? I is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, slow, slow down. Uh, things are uh, kind of... And I think at that point, all three of them look at the rest of you, including, <laughs> your, I would assume, just sort of dragging Virtinia's unconscious body on the ground. <laughs> she, slung, she slung over my shoulder. Sure. And uh, they just sort of go, uh-oh. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, TalesFromTheTableCast.com and you can find us on Twitter at TableTalesCast This podcast was edited by Cloud and Audrey and produced by Cloud. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for his awesome advice. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud and I hope you'll join us next week on Tales from the Table.